What up, fam? We are back. NFL Draft Series here with Kenny Yaboa, Ole Miss, also Temple, former Temple. I feel like you show love to Temple, which yeah, I appreciate. For sure. Uh, sure. Tight end. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. It's, I'm blessed. I'm excited. It's a new day. You know, just ready. Just ready. There you go. So the, the, the biggest question that I wanted to ask, obviously you went to Temple for three out of your four years and transferred to Ole Miss. Um, so you've been around Philly for quite some time, similar to myself. So, Kenny, best cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Ooh. Where are you? Where, what do you think? Uh, Dos Anjos. I'm going Dos Anjos. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos is the goat. It's not in. Uh, it's not in like the city. City. You gotta travel a little bit, yeah. but it's worth it. Dos Anjos is the goat. Yeah, definitely worth it. All right, we're off to a, we're off to a good start. Off so, to a hot start. But I mean, are we going to bring up the fact that your man is from Philly, just sitting in Patriots gear all over? Are you going to tease him about that? I mean, I mean, I, we teased we we teased him enough in the Super Bowl a few years ago. I think we can. I think I can let him go on that front. Uh, y'all got it. I I'm not really. I can't be a Patriots fan no more. Honestly, this is just my dad. My dad's going to be a Patriots fan. I'm at. I'm gonna be. Whatever team I'm on's fan. <laughs> yeah. So that that that's interesting to me because you showed us your living room, the Patriots blankets. You said your dad is the Patriots. So like I understand he's gonna support you wherever you go. Yeah. But you're telling me if you go to I hope let's just say the Packers or something mm-hmm. and you get a Patriots Packers like prime time game, like he'll obviously be cheering you on and everything, but we're all diehard NFL fans, all right? Jack grew up a diehard Ravens fan. I grew up a diehard Eagles fan. Like, there will be some part of him deep down that's just like, Ugh, I, I'm curious if it'll be like a fantasy thing where it's like he's rooting for you to have three touchdowns, two yeah, exactly. yards, but still the Patriots win the game. And honestly, that's what I was just about to say. It'll probably be rooting for me like, yeah, go score like six touchdowns, but other the Patriots still need to win. That's all. <laughs> I respect that. As as people win. are diehard NFL fans. Yeah. So you gotta respect that. Yeah. So what is right. this whole uh, what has this whole draft process been like for you? We're a little over a week away until the draft. Obviously, it's a little different than in years past, but like it's not different to you because this is your first time getting drafted. So what has this whole process been like? It's been been like a dream come true, honestly. Like from being going from working out being around a bunch of players and then going to the senior bowl being able to play against a bunch of great players across the whole country so it was just a blessing i mean like really i came from being a two-star receiver and then just like being to have the opportunity to be in the conversation being a top five tight end to get drafted it's just like unbelievable so i really just been enjoying the process um i've been having fun with it at my pro day i pulled my hamstring uh, 40 so it is what it is. I mean, I'm back and I'm healthy now. So, I mean, I'm just really just getting ready for the season now at this point. So, I've really just been working on my craft, just working on different things to get the next level and just using my abilities, my athletic abilities to the best when I get to that point. So, really, I've just been enjoying the process, honestly. It's been a lot. I mean, you got – there's a bunch of different things that go into it. I have a lot of teammates that play in the NFL, and they told me, like, what to expect. But, like, it's really, like, a lot that goes into it, like, the meetings, assessments you got to do. And then with being at the Senior Bowl, just, like, being there and being there the whole week and all that stuff. So it was just, like, it's just been fun, honestly. I'm just, like, blessed and I'm just thankful for it. I saw you tweet out, uh, what's my 40 time going to be? And then you pulled out lame running it. What happened? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, 
I pulled my hamstring literally like at the 30 yard mark. Like I felt good and I just, I mean, it just happens. I mean, so it is what it is, but I would have, I would have, I've been running like when I was training at Exos, I was running like low four fives laser. So I would have, I would have probably got like a low four or five. Actually one of the scouts clocked me at like a four seven and I pulled up at like 30 yards. So imagine what I could have ran. <laughs> Me, me, me too. Me too. Uh, so you, you play tight end. Is there is there one player that you grew up, you obviously, your family grew up Patriots fans and you did. That'll kind of move to the side as you move on to this next journey in your life. But is there one player or one guy in the NFL that you grew up watching that you've tried to emulate your game off of or even that you're excited to, to, to line up against? Maybe it's a defensive player in the league. Is there that one player that – when you get to the league, it'll be like, wow, like I'm here with him. Yeah, Gronk, honestly. I grew up watching Gronk. <laughs> watching Gronk and just watching everything that he does. And then also not just watching him on TV when I was younger, now watching him and just seeing the things he does as a blocker and a pass catcher is just like ridiculous. And he's a big dude. Like he's like 6'6", 265. So um, really just watching him and just watching the things that he does. I've tried to add it to my game with, like, being physical. Mm-hmm. I know he's a little bigger than me, but just watching him, like, technical and just watching his technique and things like that. So, yeah, that's what, who I'll really be excited to see, like, actually see in person and just, like, be around him. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't had the opportunity yet to meet. I mean, I think it maybe in any other normal year, if you guys were traveling, traveling around all these places, maybe you could have squeezed in a visit, but – I don't know. I feel like as a highly touted tight end, you kind of maybe I'm totally wrong. Like the NFL players don't like link up with the prospects, but I feel like that's it's not too far out of reach. It's in your near future. Obviously. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, I mean, could you imagine being down in Tampa, not only with Gronk, but uh, that old Patriots quarterback? That yeah. would be a little ridiculous. Yeah, that would be that would be crazy. I've been watching him my whole life, so it would be crazy to just like actually be there with him. Man, it's. it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So what do you what do you do off the field? What are like your hobbies besides cheesesteaks and uh and chilling? Facts. Man, I love to cook. I'm pretty I'm pretty good cooker. All right. All right. What's and the go to dish? Go to dish? I really can make I can make anything, honestly. If you want some steak, I can make you some roasted potatoes, I can make you some potatoes, I can make you some stuffed peppers, Ooh. make you some rice and beans or some fried chicken. You think that'll change once you get to the league? Maybe you'll bring on a chef to, to do your own cooking, or you just like uh, thoroughly enjoy it as an activity, nah, just like get your mind away. I enjoy it, honestly, like just cooking and just like seeing the end result, honestly, and then eating the food and it tastes good. So I'm, I'm a. It always tastes better when you cook it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because you could put whatever spices you want in it, season it. Oh. Right, but cleaning after. Yeah, that that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> See, maybe I'm like, like a dishwash lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the cleaning part ain't it. I, can, I, I like to cook too, and yeah. but it's just like a, a little bit of laziness kicks in. And it's like I would love to cook right now, but I know for a fact I don't want to clean afterwards, so I'm yeah, off that. Usually, honestly, when I cook, I usually wash the dishes while I cook. So like if something – Yeah, that's the move. That's the – yeah, honestly. <laughs> that's the move. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. I'm a uh, I'm finished cooking, put the stuff in the in the sink, and I'm like, I'll deal with that later. And then it's it's chilling there all <laughs> night long. Yeah, <laughs> three days later. <laughs> so so how was the transition from Temple to Ole Miss? Obviously, you only were down there for a year, but what made you kind of 
flip. I know, um, obviously, Matt. I mean, I, I need to know how many people ask you about Matt Rule, like in every interview, <laughs> in like yeah, because I'm he, you know, that I, it's a huge part of your story. And then I didn't even realize you were going to go to Baylor and then yeah. ended up at Ole Miss. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, people do people do ask me about Coach Rule. I mean, a lot of just like having those ties from him all the way now, being in the, about to go to the NFL. So. Yeah, it was honestly, bro, it was like, it was like crazy. Like I literally, so I committed to Baylor once I entered the transfer portal. I really wasn't getting love at Temple with the ball. And I always knew my abilities as a pass catcher and things like that. So talking to my parents, entered the portal. Coach Rule was at Baylor because, I mean, he recruited me to Temple. So decided to commit to Baylor. Went down there with my family at, once I entered the portal. And I was just comfortable with them because my position coach for three years was down there. Coach Rule was down there. Everybody was down there. So it was just a good situation. And be able to play in the Big 12, better conference, get better players, better film, and just like for the NFL and all that. So that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, I committed to Baylor and then – uh, I knew there was always a chance of Coach Rule leaving, but I was still cool with it because they were good. And, yeah, it was just like Baylor. I had my plane ticket, bought to Baylor, and then I seen Coach Rule was leaving, and I was like, ah. I mean, I'm out. so cool with Big 12, and it's good. But, yeah, I was still fine with it. But then Ole Miss had followed me, like Coach Levy, the offensive coordinator, and he coached UCF the year before that, and they beat us like 63-28. So I've seen his offense and I've seen how uh, potent it was and how they used the tight end, how they were up tempo and things like that. So I DM'd him and I was like, hey, coach, like, what's up? He just DM'd me his cell number, told me to give him a call. I was like, hey, what's up? Coach? Called him. He's like, they all just watched my film, like Coach Kiffin, lineman coach, tight end coach. And they were like, they wanted me to come take a visit and be there. So I was like, man, like, I'm going to come. Like, hey, I'm going to come. <laughs> so, so you're telling me all I need to do? amongst a few other things is just start DMing head coaches and maybe like they'll say send me your send me That's your how stuff. you end up in the SEC and oh, yeah. NFL well, draft. Well he followed me. He followed me first. So I was like, snap, he must It sounds like how like essentially people pick up girls nowadays. It's just like <laughs> coaches were sliding in your DMs, you were sliding in their DMs. Bro, for real. I was just like, hey coach, like what's up? You give him a call and was right to it. So I went down there, visited, I liked everything about it, how they were gonna use me. And I just committed there. Told Baylor I was gonna come there. And then I ended. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need Dabo to check his DMs in about an hour. <laughs> so, so at you know, you end up at an SEC school, which is that's the cream of the crop. Yeah. And you guys played Bama, who obviously ended up you know going to win it all. Very mm-hmm. tight, right? It came down to the wire. It was a crazy game. What like? I mean, they'll have 12 guys in the first round, it feels like. like, And they were nasty this year. Like, how good were they when you, like, are they legit? Was that great training for you to say, hey, I can really, you know, go up against these guys? Yeah, um, they were they were a good team, honestly. Uh, I really just felt like we had a great game plan, and we came out and just, like, executed it real, real well. Uh, coaches just called good plays, and we just really executed them honestly and that's really what it was about it wasn't about like anybody else it was just about us and what we were doing so and so you've played- what's coach kiffin like is he as uh is he as swagged out as they make it seem on social media yeah he he cool <laughs> yeah. 
definitely cool. He be chilling, honestly. Like he don't really he don't really talk much in person. Like he really he talks more on Twitter than he does in person. I promise you. I promise you he does. He does not. Like he'll see you, he'll just walk past you. He look. <laughs> just keep it going and just keep walking. Like he's a real, real nonchalant dude. And then sometimes they come out of nowhere and just start coaching you up. Like things. He's a he's he was a cool coach to play for for sure. So playing in the SEC, obviously, like Jack said, it's the cream of the crop. But other than, and you can't say Ole Miss because obviously you've got some home homage there. What was the best atmosphere like at a road game? Was it Death Valley? Was it playing in Alabama? Was it in Knoxville against Tennessee? What was what was the craziest atmosphere in a road game? Where was that at? Uh, let me think. Well, this and you could go, you could go back to your Temple days. And I know the link gets rocking, man. I love that yeah, place. Yeah, I was gonna say Temple day. Um, I mean, this year was a little tough because yeah, I guess right. limited uh, fans. COVID, but our Mississippi State game, I would say that was live. That was live. It was. It felt like the whole stadium was packed. They said it was not at full capacity, but that it was at full capacity. <laughs> yeah, those SEC schools got away with with a little uh, over the football season. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I would say I would say that for the season Mississippi State game, there was a lot of people there, and then for Temple, I think the biggest game that I played with like a lot of people was. When we played Notre Dame, my redshirt freshman year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, the link, man. The link gets rocking. It, it does. It does. It does kind of. <laughs> kind of. All right, kinda. well, we're gonna, if, if you don't go to the Eagles, which I hope you do end up on the Eagles, but if you don't go on the Eagles and the first time your trip to the link, I'm going to follow you up on that. It kind of gets <laughs> rocking. Well, well, it's for Temple games, for Temple. Right, right, right. Eagles are Eagles are a new beast in this city, as I'm sure, yeah. as I'm sure you're aware of. But all right, so you didn't get the opportunity, or you did get the opportunity to take the NFL Wonderlick test. Yeah, I took it at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Right. Throw throw it out. <laughs> throw it out. That has nothing to do with anything. The true <laughs> test of how your career will end up is the Snapback Sports Podcast Wonderlick test. Jack and I have put together a few questions that we will use to assess. The trajectory of your career will you end up a 10-time pro bowler will you be a four-year guy this will give us a good understanding so uh jack you want to start us off yeah yeah i'll start us off all right first question are you ready let's do it all right what is longer a subway foot long or an nfl football hmm a subway foot long Nicely done. All right. NFL football is 11 and a quarter inch. Subway foot long, obviously 12 inches. All right. We're one for one. Strong start. Go. Number two, thousand pounds of bricks, thousand pounds of feathers. Which one weighs more? Thousand pounds of feathers. Well, unfortunately, a thousand pounds of feathers weighs the same as a thousand pounds of bricks. (laughs) Yes. They're they're both a thousand pounds. I think you overthought that one. Yes, I I did. I did. That's the that's the best part about this test. We'll try and trick you up, but then we'll throw in some some underhand balls that you think you think that we're overthinking, but it's really just clear cut. Yeah. So you can you can help yourself out the rest of the test. But all right. It is the same. You're right. There you go. All right. Here we go. Some months have 31 days. Some months have 30 days. How many months in the year have 28 days? One. They all have 28 days. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
right. You you get where this is going. That's a, that's a trick trick question. Like that's really. Oh, you're you're, you're damn right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> we're, not, we're not trying to hide any of that. Come on. All right. All right. And, and if you think we're done, just just wait. All right. All right. All right. This isn't a trick question. I promise you. Right. It's just impossible. It's just impossible. So, you know, if you're in a race, you get ninth place, 10th place, 11th place, 12th place. Mm-hmm. Spell that word, 12th, like 12th place. So it's like 1, 2, T-H, but spell actually 12th. 12th, so T-W-E-L-F-E-T-H. Ooh, Whoa. So very you got the F. You got yeah. the F, which most people don't, including myself. <laughs> T-W-E-L-F-E-T-H. Th no second A. Oh. Honestly, that I mean that's very impressive response. So we'll, we'll give you we'll give you we'll give you I'm half credit. A, I'm a good speller, I swear. I'm a good speller for something. I got I got eighth place in my third grade spelling bee. I got out on the word uh, commercial. No, it was in th- spell that. Was in Kenny, grade. spell that. Spell that. Oh, I got you. C O M M E R C I. No, C O M M E R I C I A L. There we go. No. I mean, he got it. He had the first part, then C O C O E R C I L. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So I was in third grade, so give me a break. And I said one M. I also might have said C A M, but I got it wrong. That's it for third grade. If he was in third grade. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Next question. An electric train is moving north at 100 miles per hour. The wind is blowing west at 100 miles per hour. Which way is the smoke going? Which way is the smoke going? If it's going, if it's going, okay. And what? Which way is the smoke going? And I guess it would be behind the train. It's an electric train, though, so there's no smoke. Oh. <laughs> I love how I disheartened but they get so like, just. But if it's going straight and the one's going left, like, what if they just collide, like, against each other or something, and the electric train just hits something and explodes, and there's some smoke behind it? That's See, that's see, a you're the great second, fucking answer, yeah. You're, you're the second uh guy we've had on for the draft series we just interviewed charles snowden from uva yeah and uh and i yeah i asked i asked him that question and what jack did this time around you emphasized the word electric Mm -hmm. so i think we'll do that going forward and see if anyone no but i like that he was thinking outside the box he's like yeah yeah (laughs) for sure all right last question last question on the test all right i gotta get this one right i got you yeah, good luck. Um, <laughs> Come on. How many times can you subtract two from ten? Um, uh, I was going to say, I'm going to really think about this before I answer. What were you going to say? Talk talk through it. Talk out loud. You're allowed to show I was your say, How many times can you – I was going to say five times because – but you're too smart for that. You know that we w- <laughs> we wouldn't just ask that shit. <laughs> but it, I know that it would not be that simple. Right. How many times can you subtract two from ten? Dude. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Like, five was just, like, in my head. Like, right, of course. 
<laughs> five is not five is not the correct answer. Yeah. So, so let's walk let's walk through it. Okay. So right, let's do it. ten minus two. Ten minus eight. Eight, yep. But then what? That's it. That's it. That's you the only time once. you can do it. Eight. No. One is the answer. One? Because you could subtract ten minus two uh-huh. and that's eight. Uh-huh. But then you can't subtract from ten again. You're at eight. Yeah. So you only, you can only subtract oh, once. Oh, you can only subtract once. Mm-hmm. Uh, that question's tough. See, this like... is the thing. The NFL they don't they don't teach us stuff. We teach you think outside the box. What you, know you know think I'm you saying? have to? You think you need to know how to read a linebacker in coverage? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. All right, so it, quite an impressive uh, job. We'll run the numbers. We'll put it in the formula. We'll we'll spit out your projections afterwards. But well done, well done on the test. Speaking of projections, and this is not nothing to do with the test. Do you ever like? Are you on social media like reading draft profiles and stuff like that? Because to me, and granted, I've never been in your position yet, yet, um, ever. But like when you see like random like. Chicago blog writers, you're like, who the hell is this guy saying? Oh, not, I'm not saying this was written about you. Oh, he has small hands. I don't know if they'll necessarily translate. Do you ever just like, to me, I would just like look at that and just like laugh. Like, yeah. okay, what do you want me to do? Grow my hands? <laughs> like, yeah. Bro. Like, do you ever, do you ever look at that stuff and just be like, these guys are total idiots? <laughs> bro, all the time. Just <laughs> honestly, like, all the time. But I mean, really, you got, I, I really got to think about it sometimes and like realize that now I'm a real, I'm about to be an NFL player, like a real professional athlete. And you got to think about like when I was growing up, like when we all were growing up, like we used to, we used to say stuff about people on the, on the TV. Like everybody has an opinion. Everybody's a critic. We're not all perfect. Kenny, you're on a, you're on a podcast. What you, you think this is podcast. anything more than us just bullshitting our opinions you're, you're exactly right <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like you know what it, you know how it is like everybody got their opinion so some people are gonna say i'm fast some people are gonna say i'm slow so like it just is what it is so honestly i just don't pay attention to it i think it's, i think that's the right attitude the yeah. difference is the people that so jack and i do it via podcast i'm wearing a sweatshirt he's wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. the suits they they believe what they're saying jack and i understand everything that comes out of our mouth there's a hmm, 90% chance it's going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's when you that's why you have a podcast because you get everything wrong. Yeah. But these suits, the guys that are on the internet writing, they actually mean what they're saying and it's just it's crazy that these guys have probably never played a down of football in their life, <laughs> but they're commenting on the size of uh old miss tight ends pinky finger. Like it, it it's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Honestly, I don't I don't pay no mind. Everybody's a critic. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Well, you mentioned that you were a two star, obviously coming out. What would you say your underdog story is? Really, just like my whole story in general. Like for real. I mean, coming from Rhode Island, like I lived in Rhode Island. It's a small state. Like I played the only person, other person that ever came out of Rhode Island about to go in the NFL or was in the NFL was Will Blackman. I don't even know if you guys remember him and. Then- mm-hmm. Uh, Quiddy Pay. I played with Quiddy when I was younger, like in Pee Wee and stuff like that. So it's just really cool just to see like my whole like transition from like being in Rhode Island. I was like one of the top players, like Pee Wee, like growing up. I was supposed to be like this type of player. Then when I got to Allentown, I was being around a bunch of people. Like it was like what 
3,500 kids in my school almost. So I was around a lot of people. And then I expected when I came in, I was like, because when I was in Rhode Island, I was like the top dog. So when I came here, I expected to be the top dog. And everybody was good on our team. Our team, like number one in the state, ranked sometimes. Like we were really good. And then I didn't play until my junior year. And then I just took off from there, really. I just, like, worked real hard. And just, like, when I got to Temple, I did the same thing. I never, like, complained. I just always did what I had to do and what I was asked to do. So, really, just, like, my whole – I have, like, a whole story. And then, like, my parents being from Africa and then not, them not really understanding football. So, I just really, like, always – it was just a grind for me to learn the game and learn to love the game, honestly. So, it's just me. That's so – yeah, no, I feel like we always talk about more so maybe with the NBA, but like these guys at every level, right? They're the best player on their team. And then they get to the NBA. I feel like you've gone through where like, you know, how to sit behind someone, how to learn from someone. That's really dope. Where Where are your parents from? So my dad's from Ghana and then my mom's from Liberia. So they're both West. Nice. West That's sweet. That's cool. That's really Do you cool. Think- so you you said your parents weren't familiar necessarily with football growing up? Yeah, not well, like they knew of it but they like didn't really Do you think do you think if you yeah. didn't grow up in Rhode Island like surrounded by Patriots and obviously you grew up in the Patriots were it like the Patriots were do you think your dad would be as big of an NFL fan if you grew up somewhere else like if you grew up in Allentown your whole life and he grew up watching like Donovan McNabb over Tom Brady, <laughs> like do you think he would he would be as big of an NFL fan? Or do you think being a Patriots surrounded by Patriots fans and like the atmosphere helped? I that, get him into that the definitely game. helped the Patriots and being around Patriots fans. And then he also he worked in when we lived in Rhode Island he worked in Massachusetts because he was an engineer. So he was a bunch of Foxboroughs in Massachusetts and he worked mm-hmm. on and so it was like not that far away so sometimes they would go even give him free tickets to go to games so he that's really just being surrounded by like all those people like all those people from rhode island that grew up like their family grew up patriots fans and just being around that i really think that's what it was <laughs> yeah he's probably been a patriots fan the entire time of their they're finally succeeding and now he's like now what do i do <laughs> literally because they're just right it's a, it's a whole different thing so we got one one or two more questions and we'll let you go um tick pick is a sponsor of the podcast they're friends of ours so what would you say your favorite live event you've ever been to was or or that you're looking forward to going at some point in your life and you can't say the super bowl could be a concert could be a game could be i gotta say could be this podcast right now (laughs) i would say what is it um what is it called that uh, big concert in um, Miami, they always do. Ultra? Uh, you Like the big concert. I think it's Ultra no. or Lollapalooza. It's not called Ultra. Uh, Lollapalooza? Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Loud. Rolling Loud. When'd you go there? No, no. I've o- I want to go there. I've always, oh, oh, oh. always wanted to. I just saw, I think I just saw like they a set. They just list. released like the lineup. Yeah. I saw it's like ASAP. Is it Jack Harlow, Travis, maybe? Yeah. I think they just released that's in Miami in uh, a few months, maybe. Yeah, I would I would love to go to that someday, for sure. Because I've been to a good amount of concerts, too. So, um, like the Kodak okay. concert in Philly, actually. I went to the Kodak concert in Philly. I've seen Meek Mill in Philly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was fun. I, I like concerts. 
Cool. Uh, we'll have to see if we can get you some tickets. We'll work on that. Uh, hopefully it's not during training camp. But um, all right. Well, we appreciate for coming. What is well, final question is, what is your social media? Shout it out. Get you some follows. But do you look at, you know, social media, the haters? Do you get good DMs? Do you have supportive people like what's what's your social media outlook? Are you a TikToker? What's your vibe? Uh, I'm not really a TikToker, but my girlfriend really wants me to get, she wants me to get in that TikTok stuff so bad, but I don't know. I mean, the videos are funny and stuff like that, but just like, I don't have the patience to make the videos, that's all, but right. uh, really, I mean, I'll be on Instagram, Twitter, I tweet out whatever, whenever I'm feeling some something or feeling some type of way, I just tweet it out, really. That's that's the best part of Twitter. Yeah, honestly, just tweet it out. Maybe somebody it might help somebody else or some mm -hmm. feeling that same type of way. And then Instagram, I mean, I post, I post stuff, I show love to all my boys, and I post whenever I post. So, um, what what's your uh, what are your account names on Instagram and Twitter so we can throw some followers? Yeah, so too. Kenny underscore Yaboa eighty four on both on both Twitter and Instagram. Follow. Yes. Do you, and when, what will happen? Yeah, if if a teammate has eighty four. I, I got the Ooh. I got the chain too. Yes, sir. What if what if you get drafted to a team and someone's number eighty four there? You get a new chain. What number would you go with? Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that yet, but I will think about it. I feel like that's like one of the first things you do after you get drafted. Obviously, like it's an exciting time, and then you just like Google the roster, and you're just like. Damn, really? He's yeah. got 84. Uh, honestly, that's funny you say that. Once, once I get drafted, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> who got 84? Let me let me get his number. Do I I feel like I feel like it's kind of a why is it a tight end? I don't know a lot of people that wear 84. The tight ends tend to be like 88, 89, 87, 86 even. Wideouts mm -hmm. don't even who wears 84? Who does wear eighty four? Honestly, I feel I feel like you might. I feel like we might be good here. Yeah, honestly, because what Zach Ertz is like eighty six. Eighty six a weird number to me. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about the uh, NFL potentially doing like you guys can wear pretty much any number? Would you still rock eighty four, or would you go uh, to like two uh, or like? If I can, I feel like it'll be hard for a rookie to get that low number honestly because so many guys will want that but that would be dope honestly to get a low digit number as a tight end that, that would look sweet but yeah. well, number 84 you got shannon sharp is the probably the uh, most notable tight end to wear 84 you're right i don't know about right now obviously randy moss was 84 as a receiver but uh it looks like you could be in some good shape yeah depending on where you get taken hey i, I mean if i if not then i'm i'll get another number it's all good i figured that <laughs> it's like retire or pick another number. We're gonna go with another. Number. I, I'll be I'll, I'll be the bigger man here. I just, yeah, I'll be the bigger man. You get four. I'm eighty four, bro. It's fine. Right. Awesome, Kenny. Well, thank you, Kenny. Kenny Yaboa, Ole Miss, Temple, tight end. Uh, big things coming. Hopefully, we'll be rooting for you. By we, I mean me. For you to be a Raven, we need a tight end. I'm just saying, right. uh, Mr. DaCosta. So, best of luck to you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Abe. I appreciate y'all. All right, man. We'll be in touch. Good luck, man. There. Appreciate y'all.